Last time on 30 and Nerdy. Tonight I am discussing the necessary evil that is the DC villain. If you don't have the villains, you don't have the heroes. So who truly deserves the respect here? The villain is expected to be evil. But in those few instances when the hero goes bad, it makes a shockwave bigger than most things that villains could ever do. Hello, 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 Nerd World Order. Welcome back to another week of 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Another episode, if you will. This is the fifth and final night of DC Fandomonium. I have been enjoying all the DC conversation as of late, and I'm sure that I'll find a way to continue DC conversation. However, this is the last discussion we're going to have about DC Fandom. There were a few points that I still wanted to talk about after last week, so I carried it over, and here is the fifth and final night. So, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to discuss. I don't want to get into many details right now. We've already discussed Zack Snyder's Justice League. We've discussed Wonder Woman 84, the Batman. So many things came out that I knew that one day, one episode was not enough. So here is the last of the DC Fandomonium. Now, there will be some more fandom discussion as we get close to September because there is another DC Fandom event in the middle of September, and I will be back breaking that down for you as well. So, like I said, there's a lot to uh, unpack here. So let's wrap the blue brand. Put on your cape and cowl. DC up, nerds. DJ Mike Howie, take us into the show. It's time to get nerdy. It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your host, Tyler Mack. <laughs> Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions, and Ashley Lodge Photography. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation by using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find the show in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email the show at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. Now get ready to nerd out with your host, the Sweet Tea of the Nerdy South, your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Hello there, Nerd World Order. I am your Duke of Nerds, leader of the Nerd World Order, and host with the most. Hotter than French toast, coming at you coast to coast. My name is Tyler Mack, and you have stumbled upon the 30 and Nerdy podcast. Welcome back. If you are joining for the first time, please 
don't let me scare you away. There's so much nerd content to, to go over. We're talking DC Fandomonium, people. DC Fandom News. Now, I hope that if you are joining for the first time, you will go back and listen to the other nights of DC Fandomonium. Also, last, we released an episode about the necessary evil of the DC villain. I hope you enjoyed that. If you are returning again to the 30 and 30 Podcast, welcome back. Good to have you. While you're here, I hope you'll take the time to leave a rating of five stars and a review. Let me know what you want to hear as well. And also, I want to talk to you a little bit about Podchaser.com. Okay. Now, if you go to Podchaser.com, everything you need to know about podcasting is there. All the podcasts are at Podchaser.com. Now, there are two playlists that I want you to search for. There's the Apocalypse playlist and the Pod Nation playlist. In those playlists, you won't just find the 30 and Nerdy podcast, but you will find a huge list of all of our independent podcast friends, like Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, like Three Fat Nerds, Three Hours Later, Geeks and Freaks, like every, everything you can think of, they cover. Not just nerd culture. We got sports in there. We got true crime. We got a lot in there. So please take the time to check out those playlists. Listen to one a day. If you like what you hear, subscribe to them. Tell them 30 and Nerdy sent you and give them a huge five-star rating. Also, you can follow us on all social media, all right? Facebook, Twitter, what have you. Follow along with the show, all right? If you like what you hear, hashtag 30andNerdyPod, and we'll... uh. We'll get back to you, especially with all the DC content we've been talking to about. If you're a DC guy or a DC gal, please reach out. What have you enjoyed so much about all the DC content that's been coming out? Where's Marvel? That's what I want to know. But I digress. I'm sure Marvel will come in with some big explosion and have their own con. But look who did it first, people. The blue brand. So... I also want to discuss the 30andnerdypodcast.com website. You can go there to keep up with everything going on. There is a new spinoff show, an extension, if you will, of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. And no, I'm not talking about Patreon-exclusive stuff or Brewing Up Rants podcast. They'll return eventually, I'm sure. I'm talking about the new 30 and Nerdy Presents the road so far. If you are a Supernatural fan, follow along as me and the Rev himself travel down the road so far with our wayward fans. And we're talking about every episode of Supernatural from the beginning with the pilot through to the end. We're going to see it through the end. There may be tears as we get to the end, but that first episode is out there. We discussed the pilot and Wendigo. And we will again... Hopefully, this week, have a second one out there to you about the next two episodes in Season 1. This has been fantastic. I love any time I get to talk Supernatural. Anytime I get to talk to the Rev, it's a positive. So please to check that out. The, the first one released this past Sunday, so you can find that wherever you cast your pod. Just look up for 30 and Nerdy Podcast, and you will find it. So, let's see here. I'm going to continue with the same pod promo of the week for, for, for multiple reasons. One, I absolutely love these guys. They've become close friends of the show. Huge shout out to the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. 
You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Now I have said it time and time again. I don't have to tell you anymore that you need to go check out the ODPH, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Ken M, Padawan J, Coach Duffy. It doesn't matter if you're into nerd culture or if you're into sports culture. They cover it all, my friends. They cover it all. And they cover it and keep it up to date. So with what's going on in the NBA, I have turned to the ODPH. I listen to their sports shows to catch up because I I don't have all the time in the world to go looking for things to catch up on in nerd sports home and garden, what have you, the culture. Not that I'm into home and garden or anything, but, you know. But I go to the ODPH. They have kept me up to date on all the sports. Huge shout-out to you, Ken M, Padawan J, Coach Duffy. Thank you so much for everything you do. So, I want to get to your nerdcabulary word of the week. All right? And this nerdcabulary word is a fantastic one. All right, it comes from. I know I've done quite a few from this from this uh, this IP, this platform, but it comes from Young Justice, and it's called filling the aster. A S T E R, filling the aster. It's the opposite of disaster, basically. It's it's given to us by. Uh, we've got Impulse, and, and, and Robin says it, Nightwing, Robin, Nightwing, whatever. They all say it, filling the aster, which is opposite of disaster. When something good happens, you're totally filling the aster, bro. So that's your nerdcabulary word of the week, all right? Filling the aster. Use that at some point this week, and let's see how somebody reacts to you. Be like, I'm just filling the aster, man. I'm having a really good day. Maybe they'll react. Maybe they'll go, oh, yeah, I saw Young Justice too. Or maybe they'll just think that you're a loon. But if they ask you what the word means, tell them, I learned it from Tyler Mack at 30 and Nerdy Podcast. You should listen to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, where all of nerd culture is welcome. And he enlightens you on these new things, like nerd vocabulary words. But I want to move on. I, 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 again, I have, I have given Barry Nerdington off. I've given him some days off. I don't want to go too much into detail with news. There's, there's not a lot of huge news going on except for the losses that we have experienced with Chadwick Boseman from the Black Panther. Rest in power, King T'Challa, Wakanda forever. I did get into a lot more detail with that on the previous episode, talking about Necessary Evil. Um, I'm not going to go into huge detail on my feelings about that right now. You can go back and listen if you want to. Also, we lost the voice to Cyclops, people, in the animated series, the voice to Cyclops. Huge loss. Now, I have been very outspoken about the fact that I'm not a huge Cyclops fan. However, I respect Cyclops as a leader, and I respect the 
the impact that that voice had on my nerd culture. I grew up watching the animated series and fell in love with the X-Men. Even if I disliked Cyclops compared to Wolverine, the, the impact that that character had on me, I mean, without that animated series, without him doing the voice to Cyclops or Steve Bloom as Wolverine, what have you, I'm not the nerd that I am today. So rest in peace to both of those. Nerd culture lost two huge impacts on our culture. Rest in power, King T'Challa. Rest in pieces to the voice of Cyclops. Now, I don't want to dwindle or, or dwindle your day or anything or make you feel sad. So let's 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 move on. Okay, let's get to why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and we'll do that after a quick word from one of our amazing sponsors. From us here at Advertising Expressions, we want you to know that we hope that you and yours have been well amid this pandemic. We have been blessed to have survived ourselves and realized that here in Morristown, it can be hard to keep things rolling in times like these. Therefore, whether you are a business that has closed and are looking to reopen, a business that has crawled through this time fighting for the next breath, or maybe you are a business that has done better in this time, we want to help you. See, our business is to promote yours and we strive to do that by getting your name in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, we are giving you 19% off new quotes that may result in orders of $190 or more. Use the promo code NERDRONA19, that's N-E-R-D, R-O-N-A-1-9. You can find us at 2103 Morningside Drive in Morristown, Tennessee, or contact us at 423-586-3270. Welcome back, Nerdskies. So let's get into why we are here. The first thing I wanted to talk about that I did not discuss previously is the Gotham Knights title. Now, the Hall of Heroes' second big panel was a Warner Brothers Games Montreal announcement, an exciting, deeply intriguing new game called Gotham Knights. However, what we've come to learn is it's not a Batman game. In Gotham Knights, Batman is actually deceased. And it's up to four younger members of the Bat family, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood, to fill in the void left by the fallen Dark Knight. WB Games Montreal debuted the first trailer of the game. You can find that on YouTube if you search for it, in which a pre-recorded message from Bruce Wayne is sent to the four survivors. It's a lot of lot to unpack. This is very exciting. It, the, the trailer also featured looks at all four survivors, Red Hood, Robin, Batgirl, and Nightwing, so, and, which is very exciting. Getting to play as, not, as Red Hood is going to be extremely, uh, probably a big driving force to me, myself, personally, getting this game just so I can be Red Hood. Uh, they all have very distinct and different fighting styles. Uh, it also gave us a good look at some of the game's villains, including a... Uh, different looking menacing Mr. Freeze, 
And, of course, who we've all been waiting for, The Court of Owls. Very excited about The Court of Owls. Been waiting for years for that. They look phenomenal. They look terrifying. Um, Seriously, I got chills. So go look at this trailer for Gotham Knights, the video game. Um, And as as if that weren't already plenty, the three panelists were... uh, WB Games Montreal's Patrick Redding and Fleur Marty, along with Shazam's Zachary Levi. Every time I say it, I want I want I want to turn into a superhero. So, and they gave us the first look at the gameplay uh, in an extended trailer that showed Batgirl Robin fighting in a co-op mode. That's right, co-op mode against Mister Freeze. I know that the Rev himself will be very excited. When that game comes out and there's co-op in the DC universe, I mean, who's not to be excited about that? Uh, the gameplay also featured appearances from other Gothamites like Alfred Pennyworth, Renee Montoya, uh, providing a good example of the living, breathing Gotham that uh, the game's developers have promised uh, within the game of Gotham Knights. Um, it will also drive the mystery to... Um, Maybe things that Bruce knew in his uh, final moments that they will soon find out. Uh, it also is going to show us the past of... Because if you know the Court of Owls um, storyline, you know that they have been hiding in plain sight and they play a lot on the past of, of Gotham that obviously Bruce knows truly nothing about. Um so that's a lot of excitement rolled into one. Um, the game uh, should be released next year, and it's fair bet we'll be hearing a lot more between now and then. New trailers, hopefully. Um, but also in the Batman vein, if you will, uh, came a little bit newer um, story coming out. Um the uh, and I think I touched on this a little bit last week, but there is a new uh, series coming out, a new Batman comic book series coming out that focuses on Lucius Fox's family, and we'll quite possibly uh, see a Batman of color, which I'm also very excited about. I also want to talk a little bit about Milestone Comics. Uh, the surprise DC comic panel that happened, uh, that that happened in the Hall of Heroes, uh, the the midpoint would, it was the celebration of the ga- groundbreaking milestone comics that featured a new exciting announcements about the lines return, uh, moderated by Mark Bernardin, who, if you uh, listen to the Jay and Silent Bob or the Kevin Smith podcast, Fat Man Beyond. Mark Bernardin is the co-host. He moderated the panel, and it featured DC Publisher-in-Chief Creative Officer Jim Lee, Milestone Principals uh, Reggie Huden, and and Dennis Cowan, uh, and and Static Shock voice actor Phil Lamar. The discussion touched on Milestone's beginning, visionary and nearly unheard of at the time, and the key role Dwayne McDuffie played in its development. 
Uh, one of the first fan questions the group got concerned plans for Milestone in film, TV, and other media outlets. Well, we got an exciting announcement. There is, in fact, talks about a Static Shock feature film, as well as other platforms like animated films, podcasts, and even young adult content. That's exciting, especially if you're a fan of Phil Lamar as a voice actor and the Static Shock as the character. There was also big news on the comic book front with Lee mentioning that they're looking at February 2021 to officially relaunch the line and will be leading up to by making more of the existing classic milestone content available digitally. And possibly the panel's biggest announcement announced a new Static Shock digital series due in February of 2021, followed by a Static Shock original graphic novel by Hudlin and artist Kyle Baker, and a return of Heroes Icon and Rocket in a series also written by and Huden and drawn by Cowan. Now, if you have seen the Young Justice series, in Young Justice Season 2, we meet Icon and Rocket. So they came from the Image comic book line. Uh, so that's where they came from. But that is a lot of exciting news. And we have got quite a bit more to unpack here uh, as soon as we return. Need a commercial? How about a professional video for your upcoming event or production? Let the coolest cats in town take care of you. The professionals of Freddy Cat Productions have the knowledge, ability, and experience to serve all your visual marketing needs. They offer feature films, documentaries, corporate videos, commercials, music videos, and weddings. You can reach Freddy Cat Productions at 423-231-2839 or at freddycatproductions.com. Meanwhile, back at 30 and nerdy. All right, welcome back. What what news shall I impart on the next? So, I talked a little bit about Black Adam last week. And if you're going to talk about Black Adam, you have to talk about his counterpart. Shazam. Nothing. So... Trying to give the Ask Carly Quinn panel a run for their competition. Um, the Shazam panel was absolutely hilarious. Um, while the brief 10-minute pa- chat may not have had any trailers to share, uh, largely because the Shazam sequel is yet to even start shooting, um, it was still thoroughly amusing largely due to series star Zachary Levi's boundless energy um, and the seemingly unending parade of surprise panelists. Asher Angel showed up, Jack Dylan Grazer, Faith Herman, Megan Good, David F. Sandberg, Adam Brody, and get this, Simbad. Yes, the Simbad, the one who played Shazam in the Earth 2 you know, uh, alternate reality. So many Mandela effect theories. He was in a panel. So, after all, 
if you think about it, he should be in Shazam. Maybe even if it's just to make fun of the Mandela effect that's surrounding him and, and a movie that I swear that I saw as a kid, this truly is a huge Mandela moment. I saw Sinbad play a genie called Shazam. And no, not the DC hero. And no, not Shaquille O'Neal's Kazam. I'm talking about Sinbad as a genie in the movie Shazam. But to hear him say, no, I never did a movie called Shazam absolutely makes me believe that there are alternate universes out there. But I'm not going to dig into that rabbit hole today because it's a scary place to go. But yes, um, whether it would be possible to get CGI'd into the Justice League Snyder Cut before revealing the official name of the Shazam sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods, um, so much happened just in that ten minutes. Um, he talked about the, the Snyder Cut, how Shazam should be in it. Sinbad showed up. Uh, if you can go find this panel, I know some DC fandom things are not for rewatch, uh, just to give some exclusivity. Uh, if the movie is even halfway as entertaining as this panel was, uh, you're gonna you're going to be in 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 store for a fantastic sequel to the DC hit. Shazam was. Probably the closest to a Marvel movie DC's ever going to get. And it worked. And it worked because it was Shazam. Because Shazam is lighthearted. Shazam is a kid who says a magical word and turns into this Herculean superhero, almost like Superman. So you can get a little giddy with it. You can get goofy. You can get Disney Marvel with it. And it doesn't matter. It'll work. So, I'm... Thoroughly excited. I hope if I'm given the money, if I'm given the power, I have Sinbad show up in the sequel as Shazam. This Shazam that he, I swear he played when I was a kid. And they should play a joke. They should make that a joke in the movie. Um, I mean, why not? Ugh, if I was given the money. D DC, give me the money. Give me the money. Give me a DC villain or hero. I don't care. I will I will give DC fans what they deserve. If you just give me the chance and the money. Especially the money. Uh, but I want to I want to uh, to stress to you that if you have not seen any of these uh, panels or trailers whether it be the Batman or uh, Wonder Woman 84 or Suicide Squad's uh, lineup, even the video games like uh, Suicide Squad's video game called Kill the Justice League um, and, and, and the Gotham Knights trailer. If you have not uh, seen these, I implore you, check them out. So I also want to discuss that next year marks the 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman. Um, the champion of truth and warrior for peace. Check out the, uh, you can check out the official anniversary logo that's been uh, going around DC. Uh, they did unmask it at DC Fandom. So one other thing I want to touch on before we get to 
the finale of this episode is the Sandman. If you have not uh, taken the time, if you have Audible, then you need to get Neil Gaiman's The Sandman audio graphic novel, audio comic book. Um, Because it's fantastic. The voice acting, the voice cast is phenomenal. Uh, You've got, uh, like, Kat Dennings is in it. Uh, Taron Egerton. Neil Gaiman himself narrates it. Uh, Professor X himself from the younger X-Men, McAvoy, he voices Morpheus the Sandman. If you have Audible, you need to get this. It's one of my favorite purchases I've made. Um, I did uh, get it on Audible, and I'm telling you, man, it makes me want to be a voice actor even more. Uh, And it makes me want more Sandman content. Uh, from Neil Gaiman. Movies, television, please give me more Sandman content. They did have a little panel hosted by uh, Yvette Nicole Brown uh, and featured guests Neil Gaiman, uh, Willow Wilson, Dirk Maggs, and Michael Sheen. If you know who Michael Sheen is, he was in Twilight. Uh, This discussion looked at the history Uh, the way it expanded beyond uh, the original um, 75-issue series into things like uh, the just-launched comic, The Dreaming, Waking Hours, uh, the number one New York Times best-selling, The Sandman audio production that I was just discussing, um, and the upcoming Netflix adaptation While this panel was largely a celebration of all things Sandman and light on new announcements, Gaiman did give us an update on the Netflix series, explaining that like everything else, COVID has put the show's development on pause. Um, And of course, everything's on pause due to COVID-19. But due to that, things have slowed down a bit for the Sandman Uh, Resuming should start back soon, hopefully, and we will get updates and production designs and casting announcements when uh, when that thing, when it continues. Uh, He also shared one change they've made to the original comic. In the book, the present day, moments were set in the late 80s and very early 90s. The time the series was published, have you? So that would be at the time, present day. But, um, with the Netflix adaptation of The Sandman coming up, they'll be set in this present day. So, present day will be 2019, 2020, 2021, stuff like that. So, it's something that Gaiman promised uh, to be exciting and to not stray. And thank the Lord that Gaiman is in production of this and working on it so closely so we we don't get anything that strays too far away from the content that we we love about the sandman um if you don't know about the sandman the sandman by neil gaiman is a huge driving force behind the movies the matrix the character in the sandman's name is morpheus and he is the 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 dream god the sleep god morpheus a lot of things draw from uh sandman for the matrix you can find that out on previous episode of 30 Nerdy Podcast, all about 
the entire month of May this past May was all about Matrix. Go back and listen to those, and you'll hear discussion about uh, the the connections between Neil Gaiman, Sandman, and the Matrix. Uh, but I'm very excited about the the Sandman things coming up, whether it be the comic book world or the audio book, uh, as well as the Netflix production. Um, this allows them to open up a different world of DC that a lot of people have not focused on. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone knows Superman. Um, everyone knows Wonder Woman, Flash, but but Sandman coming to the forefront is a huge leap for DC, and I'm very excited uh, to see where it goes. Now, I want to continue to the finale topic of this finale night of DC Fandemonium, but I will do so when 30 Nerdy Podcast returns. Ashley Lodge Photography is the place to go if you want an original, fun, and creative photo shoot. A true variety junkie, Ashley's main focus is bringing out all the personalities and vibrant colors that make your life unique. Specializing in commercial and dance photography, Ashley Lodge has 15 years of professional experience and is available for any type of photo shoot. Weddings, headshots, seniors and newborns. Ashley has the passion and creativity to offer clients a truly one-of-a-kind experience. Clients enjoy photo shoots in a professional commercial studio located in downtown Morristown, Tennessee, as well as anywhere else on planet Earth. Seriously, Earth is pretty huge, so dream big. Ashley is ready to leap into any amazing art that you, your family, your company or dance studio is inspired to create. If you mention 30 and 30 podcasts, you will receive 20% off. Check out www.ashleylodgephotography.com to get inspired and book your next photo shoot. Welcome back, Nerdskis. So, this last little bit that I want to discuss, I guess you could call it the finale of the finale, the finally, last little bit of DC fandom news uh, is Titans. Now, if you have heard me talk DC at any point in this podcast, I have discussed how exciting the show Titans is on the DC Universe. Now, as we all know, DC Universe as a streaming app is about to be absorbed into HBO Max, which is fine. We all kind of saw that coming. So there's a huge chance that season three of Titans uh, will not even see uh, DC stream service. It'll go straight to. Let's let's talk a little bit about the panel. This was the second TV panel of the night uh, for Hall of Heroes. The Titans discussion may have been light on new footage. But it did offer some truly exciting news for fans uh, about the upcoming third season. Featuring executive producer Greg Walker, alongside stars Brenton Thwaites, Tegan Croft, Anna Diop, Ryan Potter, Alan Richardson, 
Mina Kelly, who's one of my favorites, Joshua Orphan, Connor Leslie, Curran Walters, and Demarius Lewis. No sign on uh, uh, the the Bruce Wayne from Season 2, but hopefully he's back in Season 3. I think he did a fantastic... Uh, even though every time he talked, he still sounded like Jorah Mormon. I've always loved you, Dick Grayson. I will always serve you. But... Enough of that. So, this panel was, was star-studded. It, it Every main character from the show was in this panel, which is a rarity at um, some Comic-Cons, especially online events. So, the uh, panel kicked off with a screening of five of the show's best scenes as chosen by fans, uh, including the debut appearance of Donna Troy's Lasso of Truth, and the first time the Titans fought together as a team. Afterwards, Walker discussed the upcoming season, revealing that the Titans will head to Gotham, where they'll meet some familiar faces. I'm very excited. I don't, I'm trying not to get too giddy. Notably, Dr. Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, and Barbara Gordon, who's now the GCPD Commissioner. The show's version of Barbara, who is yet to be cast, is no longer Batgirl and is now following along in the footsteps of her father, Jim Gordon. She has a past relationship with Dick Grayson, presumably from his time as Robin, but is nevertheless wary of the Titans coming to Gotham City. Dr. Crane, on the other hand, is currently an inmate at Arkham Asylum who offers his services as a profiler and consultant for the GCPD. However, the biggest news from this panel, after angrily leaving the Titans at the end of Season 2, Jason Todd, some of you DC fans know where this is going, will come back for revenge as none other than the Red Hood, marking the first time the character will appear in live-action format. This news, for me personally, is in the top three of awesome things that happened at DC Fandom. Number one being the uh, Batman trailer, the Batman trailer. Number two being uh, Wonder Woman 84's trailer. And number three being this, the news that Red Hood is coming to season three of Titans. We already saw Deathstroke in season two, and he was phenomenal. Uh, I was like, where are they going to go next? I mean, who are they going to drop? But knowing that Red Hood is on his way and that Jason Todd's... Because technically... He's kind of young, but the actor, I'm sure, has aged quite well. You know, he's progressed in age since we last saw him as Jason Todd's Robin, which this could mean also that we get Tim Drake's Robin quickly, too, hopefully, and getting to see Gotham and, and Barbara Gordon. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, I cannot wait for Titans Season 3. I am starting a... a a special Patreon-only episode soon. It's going to be called Titan Tuesdays. Uh, and it's going to be breaking down the first two seasons of Titans uh, leading into Season 3. So if you're not a Patreon supporter, right now there's a special going on. And for just $1 a month, you can be a Patreon supporter and you will get the Titans Tuesdays. As well as other Patreon-exclusive stuff. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying not to get too giddy. I want to put into specific words how excited I am 
for everything that happened at DC Fandom. And that's why I wanted to do some of these episodes, these this five-part DC Fandomonium, because I needed to get it out, and I knew that I couldn't do it all in one episode, and I, I kind of have a schedule that I'm trying to stick to when it comes to episode releases. So why not just do these Fandomonium nights? You know, I took it to the... I took it to the jury. We voted on it. And so I did it. Um, but yeah, I am, I am, I am beyond excited for what DC has in store for us as DC fans, as comic book fans, as nerds. Um, before we close out here, I want to uh, ask a, uh, a favor here. I want you to to send me an email, 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. I want you to let me know your favorite thing that came out of DC Fandom. DC Fandom. I want to know what everyone's excited about. Are you excited about Wonder Woman 84? Zack Snyder's Justice League? The Flash TV panel? Michael Keaton... Coming back as Batman in the Flash movie. What are you most excited about? 30andnerdypod at gmail.com Please email me what you were most excited about that came out of the DC fandom experience. I want to talk about them on the next episode. So please let me know. I also want to send out a huge thank you to Patreon supporters um, that continue to support the show throughout the pandemic. I also want to reiterate podchaser.com Go to the site, go into the search bar at Podchaser, type in Podnation or The Apodalypse, which is T-H-E-A-P-O-D-A-L-Y-P-S-E, The Apodalypse. I also want to send a huge shout-out again to the Alternate Reality Radio Group and the Legion of Independent Podcasts. These groups that we have been a part of that I talk about constantly are a huge driving factor of where 30 and Nerdy Podcast is today. So thank you for the support, for the continued support through constant changes that have happened in in the past, uh, I don't know, five, six months. Thank you for the continued support uh, week in and week out by subscribing, by sharing, by liking, anything that you do to support. Thank you all so much. While you're listening to this, I hope that you'll give a rating. If it's on iTunes, uh, Google Play, wherever you're listening to us, take the time, find a way, and leave a rating and review. While you're at it, let me know what you want to hear about. Are you more of a DC fan? Do you love the strict DC content for periods of time? Do you want to go back to back and forth? Do you want more Harry Potter, more Lord of the Rings? What do you want? However, I ask you, before you do that, go back to Season 1 and earlier Season 2 and see what we've already discussed, okay? Because I have gotten a few emails asking to talk more about uh, Lord of the Rings. There was an entire uh, three-part Nerds of the Rings special that was done in Season 1, so you can go back and check those out. So please go back and see what episodes have been done before you send in what you want to hear out of the show. Uh, next time, uh, well, we are at a, a, a precipice, if you will, because 
I have technically not announced September's lineup yet. So, maybe we should kick off September with the Stream Wars. That's right, the third installment to the Stream Wars, because since the last Stream Wars episode, The Mouse Strikes Back, that was all about Disney+. Plus. Since then, we have got HBO Max, we've got The Peacock, we've got Quibi, we have got new streaming services, so it's only right that we finalize this trilogy of Stream Wars with Revenge of the Binge. So that's going to be this weekend's episode. Send in your thoughts, your questions. What streaming devices do you have? And what streaming devices do you not have? Fun fact, during the pandemic, my girlfriend Madison finally got a streaming service. She finally joined the fray and got a streaming service. So, welcome to the club, Maddie. I have enjoyed this conversation about DC. Can't wait to talk about the Stream Wars finish that trilogy of streaming conversations. I hope that you are enjoying your evening, your morning, your night, whenever you're listening to my voice. hope that you'll take the time to hit subscribe. hope that you will go check out some of the podcasts I've talked about. Go check out our friends in the independent podcast world. Join the Nerd World Order by checking out the website 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Well, that is it for me, nerds and nerdettes. Be kind to your fellow man and fellow lady. No matter what walk of life they come from. No matter their economic place in life. No matter their color. No matter their religion. Be kind to one another. Love one another. That is truly the way of the nerd, is to love all. Stay sanitized. Mask up. DC up. I've been your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. You all have been absolutely beautiful. DJ Mike Howie, take us home, brother. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Brought to you by... Ashley Lodge Photography, Freddy Cat Productions, Encore Theatrical Company, and Advertising Expressions. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow along with the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find us in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, cheers to you, nerds. That's all, folks.